Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Rebecca Conran, with this week's energy report on the New Story Podcast. This is the week of October the 14th to the 20th. Holy shiitakes. Why am I always so surprised at how time flies? I don't know. Every single week, I'm still surprised. I'm still surprised that this entire year has gone by so quickly. Even though every week I'm tuning into it, I will never stop being surprised. The theme that I've chosen this week is my relationships reflect how I treat myself. My relationships reflect how I treat myself. The tarot card that I've pulled was the Two of Cups plus the Eight of Swords. Both wanted to pop out. Do you long for a soul-merging relationship within yourself, with another, or with your community? Do you often feel trapped or blocked from attaining this? You know, these cards speak to an opening of a spiritual union. And the fear that can come up around that, nothing is scarier than getting what you want. It means your spirit, your body, your emotions, your mind have to receive, accept, evolve, and shift. And that can feel exceptionally painful at times. True love can feel exceptionally painful at times as it shines a light on our wounded places, our disappointments, our grief. Two of Cups is the two of emotional suit, watery suit. Two is the number of balance, the feminine feeling being creating within us, all needing the freedom to evolve and experience death and rebirth alongside the masculine fixing, doing, drive, needing the freedom to serve ourselves with integrity and dignity. So this is the number of true love is when we are really in balance with that. In balanced, in balance. Just putting D's where they don't need to be today. Um, the eight of swords, the eight, uh, is a number of empowerment and conversely can highlight all those fears, beliefs, and behaviors that disempower us. Swords being energy of the mind, the intellect, our ability to reason. So we're rapidly creating our outer experience through our thoughts and behaviors. When you consider the quality of your thoughts and behaviors, Does that make you excited for what you're creating? Or does that give you a little window into why you might be experiencing disappointment and lack? So how that relates to this two of cups and this merging of soul love. If you continue to choose superficial partners, then you're probably still going to experience situations that feel unfulfilling to you. You know, um, these cards are speaking to an opening of not just love as desire, like a sex act, but of love in its highest form, compassion. If we don't have compassion for ourselves, we're definitely not ready to have compassion for others. And compassion is necessary to allow for intimacy and commitment in relationships. These cards are asking us to face our fears so that we may accept and receive the true love currently on offer to us. You know, the aid of uh, swords is often about being in a prison of our own making mentally. 
you know, where we've trapped ourselves in thoughts of victimization or it'll never happen for me or I'm unlovable or, um, you know, it can also be where we blame our partners uh, for toxicity in, within relationship rather than seeing that that toxicity exists inside of us and they might perfectly reflect the toxicity that is within us, such as self-loathing or a hatred towards self um, that can then show up as a partner who is very cruel towards us. Um, it, obviously, what I'm not saying is that it's your fault if somebody behaves in a violent and terrible way towards you. But you must remove yourself from those situations and you must look at the energy that is inside of you that may unconsciously pull people into your sphere and allow yourself to sort of wash over red flags with people um, who are reflective of a wounded part of you that needs nurturance and encouragement and real protection and real, um, and real uh, care. Um, so I think with Venus entering Scorpio and all of this Scorpio energy, the Pluto energy, it definitely feels like romance and relationships are really uh, present right now. Um, I really felt that with the full moon in Aries too, that it was really like relationships are in the forefront of our mind. But of course, all relationships are a reflection of our number one, number one partner, lover, friend, and that's ourself. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a relationship with a, a partner or a community or whatever, you really need to look at your relationship with yourself because your relationship with others is going to mirror that. All right. So the ritual this week is a relationship inventory. Have you ever done a relationship inventory where you sort through your ideas and feelings in regards to your connections to others? This week, the ritual is to sit down and to make an inventory to make a sense of your own responsibility to yourself and others. Our relationships, again, they're mirrors. And even the most toxic relationship is going to mirror toxic belief systems that are rooted in you, back to you. So how do your intimate, romantic, uh, your friendship, your work relationships, how do they feel to you? What are the common threads that you experience within these connections? What seems to trigger you the most within them? What's your preferred way to give and receive love and support? Do your relationships add up currently or are parts of them lacking? This week we're just getting in touch with our needs when it comes to the other. What do we need and how do we need to show love? What do we need to receive from others? Um, yeah, just sort of getting clear. On Monday, uh, this week we have no major planets that are shifting, but we do have some uh, major transits. Um, on Monday the 14th, probably going to really be feeling that download from the full moon. Might even be feeling just a little bit extra punchy. Um, the sun is going to square Pluto on this day, on, the, on October 14th. So our self is going to come into conflict with our transformation. So perhaps there's a part of our identity that we're still holding on to and not letting it experience the rebirth that it desires, and this is causing us anxiety and stress. Although identity can be a wonderful bridge to understanding, 
It also causes separation when we put too much emphasis on it. So we could be identifying as victim or savior, and something needs to shift. Where there's tension, there's an evolutionary shift taking place. You might have gone through your whole life being the good girl or the good boy with a wanting to people please and take care of everybody. And this is in conflict with actually needing to be true to yourself and to have firm boundaries. And so that might be really causing uh, conflict within that needs to transform. Maybe you need to let yourself uh, be a bit of a bad boy or girl, you know, and it's not that you're bad. It's just like you don't have to always be that identity that you might be holding on to, the dutiful child, the, uh, the helper, whatever it might be, um, the responsible one. You know, you need to let go of these identities that we create that make us feel validated in the world and allow ourselves to just be our authentic self, warts and all. Tuesday, the 15th of October, Mercury is going to trine Neptune. So this is our mind in flow with our spirituality, receptivity, and illusions. You know, you might notice that you're becoming more connected to psychic information at this time. Perhaps you're experiencing a deeper sense of synchronicity. You're noticing more things aligning. Um, People are calling and you thought they were going to call just two minutes before. You're having a lot of those cool uh, little subtle ways uh, where your spirit is reminding you, yeah, you know stuff. You know stuff. You have permission to know stuff for sure. You're powerful. So you might be having extraordinary dreams You know, we want to really be sure to pay attention to these repeat messages that we're having, the symbols that we keep seeing, and really research their meaning. You know, you can look up dream interpretation of certain symbols, spirit animals. Um, Messages are trying to get through. Are you clear enough to interpret them? Are you listening? Right? That's the big question here. Be aware of psychic overload. Also, which can manifest as addictive, numbing behaviors. If you feel really unclear, you may need to have some energy work done, work with a medium like myself or or anybody else who can help you to kind of clear out any exacerbating energies, any overload, so that you can actually hear yourself more clearly. Um, And of course, you want to stay away from addictive, numbing behaviors. On Saturday, the 19th of October, we've got Mercury again playing a part. It's going to be sextile Pluto. This transit offers an opportunity to grow and discover something that was previously unknown to you. Sextiles kind of bring in like a little magic surprise. Um, With this, we are able to go into deeper recesses of our mind with Pluto. Pluto is the detective and in Capricorn, this energy is, is transforming all the very unhealthy ways we look for validation or use manipulation, power, control to create a false sense of security. This could be how we do relationships and we feel like, oh, if I send this text, then I'll get this kind of response. You know, all of these are subtle forms of manipulation and don't allow for us to be in the intuitive receptive openness that we actually desire for our relationships. They create this false sense of control. So with this, our mind is opening, our mind is transforming. Um, 
we are able to kind of really see very clearly any kind of manipulations that we might be using or where control might be coming into play or where we might be succumbing to it from someone else. When your mind opens, then you can open up new pathways in reality for yourself. So allow that tension to give birth to some new ideas here. You know, um, it's okay to be uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable mentally, you might need to really focus on grounding, get in the body, you know, uh, get support, ask for support from others, focus on those really practical self cares. You know, they get, they get so disregarded in spirituality as if like spirituality is this healing event, you know, an event where like, we're on ayahuasca. It's not a fucking event, you know, it's a everyday, it's so practical that it's almost boring. And you know, it's that necessary. It's fucking necessary. If you want to get to the higher echelons of your understanding and your evolutionary process, let yourself be bored and focus on the practical. There's a reason there's that saying, you know, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. Okay, really focusing in on these practical self-care tools that help us be a body and ground this information into this wonderful vehicle of transformation that we have, which is our physical carrier. Sunday, the 20th of October, Venus is going to be sextile Saturn. This is an opportunity to grow and mature in how we are giving and receiving love via possible limitations and restrictions. It might feel excruciating in the beginning throes of romantic love as awkwardness, confusion, and fears manifest for each person. In order to uh, let not feel that awkwardness, we might try to define the relationship and create goal markers in order to feel a sense of security. We have to get comfortable with limitation and restriction, okay? Here's one big limitation that we have when we are, when we first meet somebody. We don't fucking know them, <laughs> okay? It's, it's quite a big limitation, right? You've gone your whole life, and this person's gone their whole life. And guess what? You don't know each other. And even though for the first three, six months, you might feel like you know each other, you actually don't. You're in the process of getting to know each other. That's what dating is. No amount of having them commit to you, not fucking other people, whatever, is going to help you speed along the process that it takes to actually get to know somebody clearly. Most of the time, when we start to really get to know somebody is when a crisis comes into play, right? Something big is going on in either one of our lives or with one another. Then we get to see how people really behave. So you don't actually really know somebody until you see them in some sort of crisis where their wounding comes up, when things aren't going well. Then you can start to really go, is this somebody I would commit to? Is this somebody that's right to me? So where this energy comes in is limitation and restriction is good. It's good to take your time, to slow down, to be patient, to not rush ahead. The heart needs time to open. You know, we might be trying to define a relationship and create those goal markers in order to feel secure, but we have to allow ourselves that energy of wait and see 
wait-and-see attitude and really pull back from trying to jump ahead so quickly. Again, the heart needs time to open. Jumping into relationships too quickly can also be a mark of codependency. Just an FYI. These limitations need not hold us back from our connections with others, but they do require our patience and perseverance. You know, focus back on yourself, on your own life, on your friendships. You have a full life. One person is not going to complete you and do everything for you in your life if you don't already feel that sense of uh, connection within. Good things happen to those who wait. Slow and steady is also wise and loving. Allow yourself and others the opportunity to come together in a way that serves everyone's learning. And that's, these are the things that are going to be popping up with this Venus sextile Saturn energy. And that is it for the week. Now, sometimes if you follow me on Instagram, at Rebecca Conran, you know that I sometimes ask you in my stories what you want to hear from me. And here's some of your questions this week. Um, first of all, I was asked a question, how can I be a better support to my community and those I serve while also nourishing myself? You are the best support to everyone around you when you only nourish yourself. That's your main job, okay? When you nourish yourself fully, you put yourself first in your life, you fill your cup up to the brink, you can't help but move through life with the energy, a natural energy of nourishment, okay? So... The best thing we can always be to anybody else is a good example because ultimately we can't save anybody. It's up to them to do for them themselves, right? For them to do for themselves what's right. So how you can be a better support to your community and those that you serve is by 100% taking the very, very best care of yourself that you can. Anything outside of that is actually a disservice to our community. It's not serving our community if we're exhausted and then we continue to give. In fact, that's more of an enabling behavior or a uh, martyrdom. Now, let's say that you have children. And of course, children's needs are greater than adults because they have... um, less tools, right? They really do need our help. They are in some ways quite helpless. So it's also a wise idea to let them see you nurture yourself because the thing I see the most with my clients and their connection to their childhoods is that even if their parents told them that they loved them every single day, unless their parents showed love to themselves self-love, they didn't actually internalize the tools as children to know how to love themselves. So even as a parent, of course, you want to put your children's needs first, right? You want to love them, make sure that you're taking good care of them. But what they actually need to see in terms of learning how to become uh, adults who love themselves is they need to see you Loving yourself. All right, moving right along. Uh, One of my listeners wrote, why do I feel so tired like any forward motion is a struggle? Well, you know, there's a lot going on in the collective. 
for sure. It's exhausting. And there's a lot of other stuff I could mention, like more Wi-Fi, more uh, energies that are disruptive to us, especially if you live in New York City. However, if we feel tired, it's less about why do I feel tired and more about giving ourselves what we need, which is more rest. So if you feel really tired and like forward motion is a struggle, then stop struggling. Really connect into a place of non-doing, receptivity, stillness, being, quiet, you know. And that doesn't mean sitting and watching TV for 10 hours. That's not really being with yourself and really restful. That can be numbing. Being really restful uh, doesn't feel like you're distracting yourself. Um, that doesn't mean don't watch TV. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that you know the difference between if you're engaging in distraction or stillness. Um, so if you feel really tired, you probably need to just really, really par down. What are your priorities? Set those first and foremost, and then get more rest. More rest should be an absolute priority. And sometimes we go through these waves in the collective where you just feel more tired and sometimes it is also exacerbated by the weather or the full moon or any of these uh, other external factors. It's less about why we feel tired and more about what we're doing to nurture ourselves when we have a child in front of us who's tired. Uh, we put him to bed. We give him, give him a snack, and give him a snuggle, and then we let him take a nap. So maybe your inner child needs just that. And you have to just slow it way down. Finally, uh, one listener asked how to release judgment, negative and positive. Huh. Well, you know, the, the meaning of judgment is the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. So I don't know that it's about releasing judgments. But maybe what you need to do, maybe it's not about necessarily the word judgment. Maybe what you're looking to release is your attachment to various types of information, right? So like we can have something that happens that makes us feel emotional in a, in a sad way. Um, and we can say, this is bad because I feel emotional in a sad way. Or we can say, this is great because I feel emotional in a happy way. And I think what we're really learning to do is just see things as instead of like trying to attain only joy or never feeling sad, we're learning how to just ride each wave as information and to just be discerning uh, of the information as that, oh, that place in me is peaked, that place of discomfort, I'm triggered in some way, that's peaked, all right, well, how will I nurture and encourage that? Or oh, okay, well, this place in me is peaked of, uh, of excitement. Well, that feels good. I like that. Okay, that's great. Well, you know, it's not going to last forever. This is not, uh, we don't just have a trajectory of up, up, up. It's totally good. I'm liking it. I'm liking this information. Uh, and, uh, and that's nice. And just sort of like move through it instead of it being like, oh, I've got to hold on to this joy forever and being so disappointed when we're not always in a place of joy or being so disappointed when we're in a place of sadness and not seeing the wisdom that may be coming uh, through that place. Um, I think it's less about releasing judgment and more about allowing our informational 
allowing the information that we're gathering to be neutralized and allowing all the information and not seeing things in black and white, good or bad, uh, light or evil, you know, seeing everything as an opportunity to grow and evolve. Okay, hopefully those helped. If you are interested in asking me a question, uh, like tune in to my stories and, uh, you know, I, I sometimes pose a question and uh, you can respond to me there. Um, thank you to our newest patron, Leah, this week. Uh, I really appreciate your generous donations, all of the donors, um, all those that support um, the New Story podcast and the Energy Report newsletters. Uh, it really is nice to receive your energy and um that's just all it is is an energy exchange you can exchange any amount um of energy but it's just something where you are showing appreciation in some way if you enjoy this newsletter and report you can share it with a friend you know there's plenty of ways you can exchange energy that also don't include money so if you're able to give anything you can do so via venmo Rebecca Dash Conran, uh, or via PayPal, uh, Rebecca Conran Healing at gmail.com, or via becoming a patron. Uh, most patrons give about $5 a month towards the um, energy report and its availability, and that helps me to just pay for the hosting and, uh, and all of that. So, I also want to mention a new offering that I have, uh, which is a private one-on-one retreats. I recently moved to scenic Narrowsburg, New York, and I'm now offering three day, two night retreats. I can accommodate one to three people at a time, each with a private room, but a shared bath. Uh, please contact me directly with any dates that you might want to, uh, come and visit. This is a limited offering each month. Uh, however, this offering is available for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's dates. That's the benefit of uh, coming from a Jehovah's Witness family is that uh, I, got, uh, I got the holidays. I got the holidays to spend with you guys. Um, so private retreats for one person can be booked for weekdays and weekends. If you want to do a private retreat with two or three persons, uh, like bring in a friend, um, that is the weekdays only Unfortunately, this retreat space is not for those with cat or dog allergies at this time, as I have furry friends on site. Uh, it's just a short bus trip from Penn Station to uh, upstate here. It gets you upstate in less than two hours. More details to come via my website soon. You can email me if this is something that you're interested in, though. Uh, it includes an energy clearing session, meditation and grounding each day, a sound bath, and a tarot oracle reading. Cost per person is $660, which includes your lodging, your meals, your activities, and pick up and drop off from the bus station, although travel fare is not included. Uh, so reach out. Let me know if this is something that you're interested in. And of course, I have my dynamic uh, astrology birth chart readings that I do, my intuitive clearing readings that are pretty powerful and um, really fun for me to do. And then I have my one-on-one energy, energy healing sessions, my coaching packages, my self-healing mentorship that I'm doing. Um, yeah, and uh, 
So if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, go to www.rebeccaconran.com. Otherwise, I will see you on here next week for another episode of the Energy Report. And of course, we've got Chart Chat coming up with Katrina from Daily Astrology. Uh, In another week, uh, we're going to be recording, talking about some of the deeper aspects of the astrology. And just like, it's just really fun when we get to chat it out. So I hope you have a great week. Sending love.